0: Welcome to this fourth instalment of the special guidebook edition of the PartCast, Learning Organisations. The special edition PartCast brings parts organisational change supporting our children and families' guidebook to life. This instalment will be hosted by Matt Hollingshead. The Organisational Change Guidebook highlights four factors that have the potential to affect child and family outcomes. Organisational culture and climate, change management, leadership and organisational learning.
1: Learning organisations, a vehicle for supporting organisational change. Organizational change programs are notoriously difficult to implement with any certainty that measurable success will be achieved. In addition to staff ambivalence, stakeholder expectations, and shifting political and funding landscapes, organizations, and the individuals that compose them, are not accustomed to eagerly identifying, evaluating, and changing deeply held beliefs about how services should be provided. Child welfare organizations, Are faced with the challenge of connecting the invaluable knowledge and wisdom gained from everyday practice with critical thinking skills that incorporate service user experiences. Failure to acknowledge the fundamental structural changes required to meet this challenge will result in the maintenance of outdated cultures that have been superficially altered to conform with the latest trends in organizational management. An organization that values learning and development at every level is more able to meet the needs of its service users because it is better at meeting the needs of its staff. The concept of the learning organization can provide a roadmap to highlight ways in which links between traditional practice knowledge and continuous learning can be forged through collective collaboration, creative thinking, and strategic action. Learning Organizations versus Organizational Learning The learning organization literature uses a number of interchangeable terms to describe different aspects of the change process and desired outcomes. In order to avoid confusion, it is worth defining and explaining the relationship between the concepts of learning organizations and organizational learning. Learning organizations Learning organizations rely upon the continuous improvement and learning of their individual members. They encourage an organizational culture that inspires individuals to voluntarily meet personal learning goals while simultaneously meeting the learning, development, and service goals of the organization itself. They support group processes that value the participation of individual members as organizational goals are defined. Learning organizations are able to adjust and reshape organizational goals and behaviors as new information and knowledge are acquired they encourage the unimpeded transfer of knowledge between their departments, teams, and individual members. Organizational learning. Organizational learning describes the set of formal and informal processes, policies, and procedures that an organization can follow in order to improve its actions and outcomes based on a continuous struggle to utilize new knowledge. It is interactive and decentralized creating opportunities for all members to increase individual and organizational capacities through the sharing of best practices and other useful knowledge. Organizational learning is supported by a culture that values distributed, multi-leveled, and ongoing learning processes within the workplace and outside of it. Individual learning, although a necessary feature of the learning organization, cannot contribute to an organization's growth and development without mediation through a collective process of knowledge translation. Where learning organizations are concerned, individual learning does not refer exclusively to traditional models of training or education. Key Characteristics of Learning Organizations 1. Continual Self-Improvement Individuals are the cornerstones of learning organizations. An organization cannot grow unless its individual members are committed to continuous learning and self-improvement. Members of learning organizations are required to take personal responsibility and cultivate attitudes of lifelong learning in order to stay on top of developing trends in professional knowledge and skill. They are also expected to share their knowledge with their peers and with the organization as a whole. The commitment to ongoing personal and professional development and learning is based on a sense of personal vision that guides and motivates self-improving action. 2. Continual transformation and improvement. Learning organizations engage in deliberate self-reflection about the ways in which what they learn shapes what they do and how they do it. This allows the structure of service provision, and of the organization itself, to be informed by an ever-evolving understanding of the context of their work. An organization that develops mechanisms to think critically about the nature of the relationships and processes connecting its internal components and external influences, will be in a better position to uncover and learn from the deeper patterns that exist between everyday events and details. Organizational cultures that support such reflection value honest, collective thinking, and collaboration based on trust to orient action towards continuous improvement of service delivery and outcomes. 3. Shared Vision The kind of culture that supports constant improvement requires a shared vision that inspires commitment across all individuals, departments, and levels of an organization. Individual visions can be connected through forms for open lateral communication that evaluate ideas and search for solutions using available data and by hearing from a variety of different perspectives. These forms do not necessarily value, quote, expert answers more than any others, but pursue open-ended outcomes that can reinforce organizational self-reflection. Skilled leadership remains crucial to their success. Leaders of learning organizations understand that shared visions are not imposed from above or found in technical planning processes. They must act as stewards and teachers, encouraging others to understand how their personal visions engage with and contribute to those of the organization as a whole. 4. Team Learning Teams are the hubs around which individuals within a learning organization collaborate and share their knowledge and experiences. They also provide a relatively safe environment within which experimentation can occur and from which mistakes can be learned. Just as the organization as a whole must cultivate an overall culture of learning, teams can provide a manageable forum through which skilled individuals can collaborate to produce knowledge that is greater than the sum of individual training and experiences. The team environment can incorporate official policies, procedures, and training opportunities with the ability to create informal lessons from practice and personal histories. Team leadership is important for facilitating this process, but leadership can come from any team member. Proactive team leadership cultivates commitment to the team, and thus the organization, and encourages creativity. In a learning organization, teams are encouraged to share gained knowledge while minimizing the politics and resistance that may define more traditional organizations. Five. Networked Knowledge and Experience The learning and knowledge generated by teams and individuals is useless to a learning organization unless networks exist to manage its transfer throughout the organization. In order to be truly useful, however, knowledge and experience must be framed as raw materials that can be interpreted, understood, and used by others. Knowledge that is shared as fixed, absolute, or above analysis is at odds with the goals and processes of learning organizations. Useful knowledge can take the shape of routines, standard operating procedures, documents, or manuals, and is valued regardless of its source in the organizational hierarchy. Pathways for the networking of knowledge can be learned by emphasizing the importance of thinking about the organization as a system of components connected by dynamic relationships. Learning leadership Learning organizations require formal and informal leaders at every level, who are responsible for fostering an environment that encourages understanding of complexity, clarity of vision, critical thinking, and creative problem-solving. Individuals are required to show the leadership needed to sustain lifelong learning and meaningful collaboration. Team leaders, supervisors, and other middle managers can act as coaches and mentors who coordinate and advocate for effective formal and informal learning opportunities. Senior leaders require a clear vision of how learning environments can take root in their organizations, and the foresight to understand how the values and actions of the organization can be interrogated, tested, and revised without relying on aggressive or punitive methods. Leaders at all levels can carry the goals of a learning organization a long way. In fact, a learning organization cannot exist without their deliberate action and reflection. Developing and Sustaining Learning Organizations Identity and Anxiety The learning process is not only about acquiring knowledge, it is also about developing an identity. Learning can challenge people to reassess their values, attitudes, and assumptions, but the kinds of personal change implied by these challenges can become sources of anxiety and fear. Child welfare practitioners who have experienced trauma in their work may be more likely to resist change due to defensive coping strategies. Staff members need to be able to engage in dialogues around anxieties, which can become barriers to learning, but are also strong motivators for growth. Learning organizations foster cultures of trust and support, which provide incentive and motivation. In contrast, Traditional organizations are more likely to take on projects that will cause staff members to feel anxiety with limited opportunities for honest dialogue. Nevertheless, this work can be undermined if organizational leaders pay lip service to the ideals of the learning culture while maintaining rigid, top-down hierarchies that discourage experimentation and honest dialogue. Communities of Practice and Workplace Learning Organizational learning does not happen all at once but often starts in small teams or groups before spreading as information is shared and relationships are formed. Communities of practice are the subcultures of an organization that form around different kinds of professional identities. They are valuable to learning organizations because they represent organizational units through which insights can be developed, problems can be identified, and learning and knowledge can be produced. While it is relatively easy to encourage learning for individuals in small groups, Creating linkages between different communities of practice or departments within an organization can be substantially more difficult. In part, the difficulty occurs because communities of practice tend to develop their own unique assumptions, perspectives, jargon, and patterns of communication. Strategic coordination of workplace learning is based on an understanding of the connections between communities of practice within an organization, building trust between communities, and valuing the ways in which different forms of knowledge are produced and used. This process must be supported by central managers who are empowered by senior leadership to facilitate and direct learning opportunities, backed by available resources, and who also act as coaches and partners in the learning process. Specifically, managers are not learning experts, they are learning champions. The transfer of learning and knowledge across communities of practice can take place informally but can also be encouraged by formal structures such as rotation of staff through different teams, planned information sharing events, and policies and procedures. Strategies for supporting organizational learning Experiential learning enriches role performance with instruction from supervisors, peer support, experimentation, and the use of internal and external evaluation data. Can be formally coordinated and integrated into professional development plans or completely unexpected and incidental to regular practice. Can stand as an alternative to a program of traditional training. Uses the PART guidebook, Critical Thinking for Child Welfare Practitioners, during team meetings to promote critical thinking and case management strategies. Collaborative teamwork and projects. Represent a more egalitarian method of decision making that incorporates the experiences and perspectives of staff members from different organizational levels and backgrounds. Can enhance the productive potential of teams by drawing upon a more complete range of expertise, knowledge, and creativity. Requires commitment to educational opportunities that can provide practitioners and managers with a well-rounded professional experience may be extended beyond the organization's boundaries to draw on learning from community partners. Learning as a Work Incentive Provide staff members with the freedom to determine and pursue their own learning requirements. Attracts and retains quality staff members by making a range of learning and development opportunities available. Explore various ways of using EIP and PART during structured supervision and team discussions. Use EIP and PART resources in professional development plans, learning alliances, and networks. Leverage relationships between the learning organization and community partners, for example, educational institutions, to expand the range of available learning and development opportunities. Become involved in community research, for example, the Ontario Incident Study or the Child Welfare Research Portal. Formal learning opportunities, These may relate to the procedures, regulatory requirements, and other organization-specific issues that are relevant to all staff members. They may relate to building a shared organizational vision based on the exchange and discussion of values, culture, methods of teamwork, and knowledge. They may focus on the development of skills specific to certain roles and functions. They may relate to the development and pursuit of long-term organizational goals by building the capacity of staff members at various organizational levels for example, supervision, team leadership, personal effectiveness, or mentoring. Promote EIP through a committee, discuss evidence-informed interventions occurring within the organization, and potential opportunities for collaboration within and outside of the organization. Communication. Communication of core issues facing the organization is crucial if a learning organization is to develop solutions based on an accurate understanding of opportunities, threats, and other contextual factors. Communication is necessary if knowledge is to be effectively transmitted throughout an organization. Communication can take a number of multi-directional forms, for example, top-down communications, surveys, suggestion processes, project group briefings, intranet forums, newsletters, or reports from information management systems. Ongoing Evaluation of Learning The Ongoing Evaluation of Learning is an essential source of information that can help to determine the success of organizational learning and change strategies. This information can be gathered through measures that track individual learning, but also through surveys that explore individual staff perceptions of group culture and action. They can help to guide the kinds of dynamic, decentralised decision-making processes required to sustain a learning organisation.
0: You have been listening to the fourth instalment of the special guidebook edition of the Parkcast, Learning Organisations. The PartCast is produced by Practice and Research Together, a membership-based organisation that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information about this special edition, The PartCast, or Practice and Research Together, please visit www.partcanada.org. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PartEIP. That's P-A-R-T-E-I-P. Thanks for listening.